Welcome back for another episode of the AWG Podcast, where we discuss the biggest topics and trends in the water sport and boat tour industry. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and join our mailing list by visiting watersportpodcast.com. After you finish listening, continue the conversation in our Facebook group, Watersport and Boat Tour Operators. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 75 of the Awkward Water Sport Guys podcast, and we are back. Boom, we are back. And Kevin is alive and well and feeling great, <laughs> yeah. and he's, he's back to his old self, ready to wreak yeah. havoc. Yeah, I am, I'm 100%, I am 100% back to me, dude. <laughs> you know what i mean let's go out let's let's like party do some shots man like get into a fist fight brawl that there's just yeah, gonna have go a whole new some, yeah whole new set of rules baby though. aspirin yeah ibuprofen let's let's just go wild no let's no go. ibuprofen you cannot take NSAIDs when you have a bad ticker man no listen uh, like we're I, the next fight i get into it's gonna be like i'm gonna be like all right man you'll be like you know, like, like, let's throw it down. I'm like, okay, a couple few things, though. You can't touch me on the left side of my body. All right, let's throw it down. Wait a minute. Hold on. Don't punch me too hard in my head because I got a blood clot. I could have a stroke. Okay, you guys ready? Let's do this. Wait, oh, wait, time out. Don't kick me in the ball because I just had a vasectomy. <laughs> that'll be my next, that'll be my fight rules. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can't fight it. I don't think I can get into bar brawls anymore, man. Yeah, so, so um, first of all, uh, I just want to say thanks to everybody that uh, reached out. Uh, the community was like pretty crazy, man. Shouts out to the the everybody in the group, everybody, you know, the show that showed love, man. Like there was like, literally I got emails you know, I got text messages. Um, it was a real tough spot for me for a few days there, man. Um, you know, for the last month, really. Um, I'm currently at home, you know, so excuse the sound. I just, I haven't really spent a ton of time um, at work or in the office and stuff. I've just been kind of like, you know, getting my head back together. Yeah. Uh, so long story short, I just, I had a bunch of symptoms and in true knucklehead Kevin fashion, I just ignored them, you know. Um, I thought I hurt myself in the gym and I was having some pretty bad pain in my shoulders. I know a lot of you guys out there listening are around my age, older. And, and again, I'm not like coming sermon on the mound or anything. Cause I, to be honest, I like, you know, I really don't drink that much. I wasn't drinking for a long time at all. Uh, I was going to the, go to the gym all the time and I run and I, I do like a lot of cardio and, you know, I'm pretty active at 43 and I just, I had a big blockage in my uh, LAD, like left artery, whatever, the big one, the big valve. And um, it's commonly referred to as a widow maker. Um, my wife, bless her heart, talked me into going to the hospital when like the fourth, I mean, I guess it could be argued I probably had three or four significant cardiac events leading up to this. Because honestly, I wasn't in that much pain when they took me to the hospital. You know, the doctor, the doctor looked at me and he goes, um, he goes, uh, you're having a heart attack. And I, and I went, uh, I was like, like currently, like <laughs> now? now, like, like not like a few days ago or I'm about to, like, I'm having one now. And they're like rigging me up at this. Like there's nurses around me. I'm like, Hey, what is that? They're like morphine. And I'm just like, what? what like what is happening right now and um they're like yeah we're gonna we're gonna life flight you to pensacola baptist and my wife and son were out in the waiting room and my wife was like after 10 minutes she knew i was having a heart attack because she works in an er and she's seen a ton of heart attack come through and she was like yeah you know i kind of assumed you're having a heart attack and then she's like i saw the helicopter come in and she was like already in the car with Atlas uh, going to the hospital because she was like, I once I saw the helicopter, I knew it was for you. So they life flighted me, um, brought me into emergency surgery. Um, I was like from ER out of surgery in probably under an hour. And um, they didn't like crack, crack open my chest or anything like that. Uh, I just had a the bad genetics, man. Um, I almost, it was like a 95 to 99% blockage. They were able to put a stent in and uh, they saved my life and I almost died. You know, an issue when Greg, when Greg and I talked about this, I was like, I wasn't even really sure that I wanted to necessarily address it because I've just been trying to like sort of come to grips with like when you have a heart attack and especially if you're younger, but anybody really, you have a heart attack, like it's like, it just comes out of the blue, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like life changing, life affirming. 
it, it puts a perspective. It puts gratitude, but it also puts like a, a level of depression because now every time I have a gas bubble, you know, is it a heart attack? Every time I have an anxiety or I get stressed out, is it a heart attack? You know what I mean? I have pain still in my arm from my, like injury related. Like that was the thing. I had an injury in my left arm and I mistaked a heart attack for injury in my shoulder. And so now I'm like, it's, 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 it's like, it's this kind of thing that sort of overshadows everything you do for a while. And luckily I'm, you know, and, and we're doing the show today because I'm rounding that, that corner and I'm feeling better and I'm feeling like myself and I don't, I'm not scared of my own shadow or feel frail or feel like a, um, you know, feel like sort of like a, a shadow version of yourself, which is what happens, you know, to, and to almost everybody. Cause you just feel like, Oh my God, my life just changed overnight. So with that being said, um, you know, I, I am slowly coming back to, to me and realizing I can do stuff when I'm, you know, my doctor's been saying good things and I'm like going to make a recovery. And I still got, I'm not through the forest yet. I still got a couple of things that, you know, cause I waited so long that I have to address and some medications I got to be on for like a year, potentially the rest of my life. Um, potentially not, you know, diet and exercise can solve a lot. And I've always preached that to everybody, diet and exercise, diet and exercise, diet and exercise. <laughs> and this was, so wild, man. Like I'm in a group called cardiac athletes on Facebook and it's all these people, man, that were like, most of them marathon runners, oddly enough. I was like, does anybody lift weights in this room? And and it's like, they're all just, they all like cardio people and they have a heart attack. And there's a frustration I think that comes with that because you're like, why? Like I was doing everything right, you know, but at the same point in time, there's many years I did. So long story short, I just, um, I'm good. I'm back. Um, hopefully I'll be around for a lot longer. And, um, again, I just really want to thank everybody who's been in my corner and, um, reached out and had anything to say to me. It's been, um, it's been a journey, man. So it's good to be back. Hey everyone, we're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor for the month, the Von Mac Agency. Von Mac is a full-service digital marketing agency with a focus on tour and activity operators. They offer it all. SEO, websites, pay-per-clicks, logos, content writing. If it's online marketing, they got you covered. As we mentioned before, it's uber important to hire an agency that understands our industry. And the Von Mac Agency knows water sports. Trust me. And they do all the shit that you don't want to do. They do all the shit that you're probably not very good at and they are look for listeners of the show america herself is giving a free consult all right if nothing else give her a shout give her a call take 30 minutes out of your day more importantly take 30 minutes out of her day so she can get you straight on your marketing needs that's right what do you have to lose head to vonmacagency.com and go to the contact us page to get started again vonmacagency.com and most importantly let them know you were sent by the AWG guys all right let's get back to the show yeah it's good to have you back and we you know we talk religiously uh, on the show about physical and mental health you know keeping yourself taking care of like you, you actually take care of yourself very well (laughs) and it still happened. Right. And I mean, I know captains and people working in in this industry that are working 16 hour days in the sun and then they drink a lot. And you know, it's, I mean, it's your, your body, your lifestyle, but I mean, if you want to be living, living here a long time and avoiding things like that, I mean, we have to step back and take care of ourselves yeah man there's got to be a balance man like i was going so hard for this season for 2022 with the new location with um the pullback that we've seen um you know i had gone right back into like founder mode you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i went right back into 16 hour work days i mean and i have been going i have been grinding man you know from setting up the docks to purchasing new equipment to retraining our staff to dialing it in, you know, um, and this is what a great segue into 2022, right? It's like what we really want to talk about is like what 2022 has been like for everybody. Mm-hmm. And man, I just, I was so like when I had my heart attack, when I actually had my heart attack, I, I mean, it couldn't have been more stereotypical, you know, somebody like a, a kid, no called, no showed, uh, so there was something in, a, in an email that I saw like at once it was like a one, two. And t- my wife was like mad at me about something about the kids in the house. And I was in my office and I was like, 
you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bitch, motherfucker! Like I was like fucking pissed off. I'm like slamming doors. I'm like sucking motherfucker. And then it was like literally, I was like, oh shit! You know what I mean? Like because when you see me get like fired up about something, like like you guys don't see us on video, but when I'm loud, like my veins start popping out my head, my veins yeah, pop yeah. out my neck, my face gets bright red. It was real funny. It's like me and Steve Edwards. We're talking like for the last two weeks, he's been like, he's like, dude, you are going to fucking die if you don't like calm down, dude. If you don't slow down and calm down, like, I don't want to be at your funeral, bro. And like you and him were like two of the first people that I talked to. Like, I mean, you and I were on the phone. Like, Greg, I think felt like I was like calling in sick or something, man. He was like, uh, he was like, um, he's like kevin we got because it was monday we were supposed to have a podcast yeah we had five we had five shows lined up that day and you and you messaged me and you said i think i'm having a heart attack (laughs) and i'm just like what is he trying to pull? Uh, <laughs> You're like, Kevin, we have, we have a shout <laughs> out. Is he, is he and I'm, like, no, dude, I'm going into surgery right now. And <laughs> I was like, Oh, Kevin. Like, it was like, like I could just feel like, like I could feel like the blood drain from your face in that time. Cause it literally was just like, Oh, Kevin, I'm sorry. Like, cause like literally you were like one of the last people I talked to, like right before I went, <laughs> before I went to the <laughs> hospital. And then I, I talked to Steve and like right after. And he, I was like, yeah, so you weren't lying. dude. like, I mean, I actually had a heart attack. He's like, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, no, dude, it's like, seriously. So, I mean, I mean, I definitely, I don't know if it's a 95%, 98% blockage removed from my heart that has, or the actual event. But I mean, I have 100% dial back. I, I'm like, I mean, because I sweat the small stuff. I do. Like I am a detail oriented person when it comes to my business, every review, our marketing, operations, safety, like there's a reason why I do this show and it's because I deeply care about my business and I deeply care about my industry and man, I am in it. You know what I mean? Like, and so after this happened, I mean, somebody called me up with something I'm like, okay. But to be fair, I was in ICU three hours post heart attack and I was calling my staff and I was like, I'm getting a notification about a boat going out into the Gulf of Mexico. How the <laughs> hell am I having a heart attack? And I'm the first one seeing this. Like I was on the phone with my manager. He's like, oh, 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 like, like it's my dying fucking breath. Get that fucking boat out of the fucking Gulf. <laughs> I got the alert on my phone, man. My doctor comes like, what are you doing? I'm like, a boat out of the Gulf. And they're like, no, shut your phone off. So 2022, let this has been uh, quite the year. I, I've, I've I've never fielded as many phone calls from operators about what the hell's going on and and why we're just getting you know getting hammered. I mean, from just a, a booking standpoint and a bad way, I should say, hammered in a bad way. And you know, I I've gotten. I mean, it's it's not just Northwest Florida. It's everywhere. It's the Key West. It's Myrtle Beach. It's New York. I mean, it is every California. single place. California. It is every area is getting um, getting hit. Uh, and there's a lot of things that come into play. I don't know, Kevin. Do you want to? Where do you want us? Because I actually I can talk about kind of the data that we're seeing. You know, from TripShock and kind of make sense of some of the things we're seeing. Now, I I can't tell exactly why this is, but there is a lot of reasons for why it's oh, you let me slower. know man because we made a lot of bold predictions a few months ago so we now- did <laughs> we made some bold predictions about now we gotta like season. walk that back and now we bit. definitely gotta walk that back but then again when we made those a lot of this is is due to um you know the war in in russia and ukraine and that is causing global markets to go in a tailspin but i mean aside from that you know with all the money that came in the economy last year we had to understand that inflation was going to follow this i mean a shitload of money the ppp money oh my god like so much money put into our economy and it was spent right like we benefited last year greatly i mean i don't know about you but my business doubled in sales from 2019 to 2021 that is not typical you know maybe in the early days we would double and triple year over year because that's usually what new businesses do. But that's just that's just unheard of. So, you know, this year we are doing uh, our business is kind of in the middle between 2019 and 2021. You know, it's funny because like this month so far, 
our sales are like 30 to 40% more than 2019, but like 40, 50% less than 2021. That's how big of a gap there was in sales between those two years. Cause it was just amazing. Now looking at May, especially the beginning of May, end of April, most destinations experience this lull because people, you know, kids are go back to school from spring break and Easter. And then, you know, we were waiting for summer to kick in for the family to start traveling again. Uh, we have noticed that last minute reservations have upticked about 10 points. And I mean, we're talking like super last minute reservations. And I think a lot of that has to do with just the economy where we're at. The people don't have the money they had previously. And this is just me pontificating here. I'm using one of Kevin's words, mm-hmm. uh, just based on what, what I feel and what I believe. But, you know, last year we had the uh, child tax credit that was 300 bucks a month. You had the stimulus payments, 1400 per adult. You had PPP money. You had children that were not in school yet. So kids were remote learning. Parents were were working uh, from home, you know, the remote work. So people had more flexibility and a lot more disposable income last year. So they could just go to travel. And plus, between Easter and Memorial Day, rates are super cheap around here. So why not come and travel then? Weather's great in early May. Save. Kids, you know, can do remote learning. And instead of going in the summer and spend three to four times more on your vacation. So I think, I think it has to do with like the, the home prices too. So we, I've been looking for a short term rental forever and, and, and I'm like, and Florida, like this market's ridiculous. There, there is nothing left on the bone at all. If you're an investor and that increased, I mean, it, you gotta be asking for 500 bucks a night. You know Vacation what I mean? Like rental it, prices are outrageous this yeah, year. They were bad last year. They well, are what does that leave terrible. disposable income wise if you're on a vacation and you're and you have a budget for that vacation and the budget just doubled to get here if it's a drive-in market, if it's a fly-in market. I mean, it's not like gas prices are affecting planes too. So your travel costs are more, your accommodation costs are more. What does that leave at the end of the day for activities? So you know let, let I mean? me ask you a question. Which activity do you think on trip shots? <laughs> which activity do you think is doing the best this year? Uh headboats. Headboats. 100%. Headboats are absolutely crushing it this year. So boat boat tours, yep. headboats are doing very very well this year. Not only are they doing yep. well from an occupancy standpoint, but most of them increase their prices and they're still selling well. So you got kind of both. So every market that we sell a multi-passenger boat tour, pretty much all of them are seeing year-over-year growth, with the exception of a few. Um, but most of them are, like and, and I'll time. tell you, last year, COVID was still somewhat prevalent. So people didn't want to be stuck on a headboat, right? So they're gravitating towards private experiences and rentals more. But this year, now you have less disposable income. You don't care much about COVID. You want to get on the water as cheap as possible. Mm. And headboats also cover a, a wide swath of your demographic. So grandma and grandpa and baby can go on a slow boat tour. So they are doing very, very well this year. And uh, I, honestly, I think for the next couple of years, headboats are going to do well anywhere. So um, that's that's the biggest trend, honestly, is headboats doing well. Um, and then we got last minute reservations are definitely, uh, more prevalent this year. Uh, advanced reservations actually are pretty good. Um, have you noticed the your advanced reservations? They, they haven't been bad. Summer's looking decent. I am concerned about fall and winter. Uh, I think fall and winter is going to be kind of like spring, uh, slow. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I have no doubt that summer is going to be, um, very good for those that do well in summer. Every, every, I like, feel like, I feel like I could, I could go out next year. If I get about like $20 million, like a swoop up about six or seven companies, man. Like everybody I talk to is just like riding high from 2021, man. And now it's like, you know, man, oh, fuck, I'm going to sell, you know, fuck this. You know, it's like, you know, we move locations. So I was on high alert right from the very beginning. Um, We were still in growth phase. 
You know what I mean? Like I was talking to our whole staff. I was planning for a downturn for Destiny Water Adventures. Um, and so we really got in early with that mindset that we're going to dig in. We're going to work hard. We're going to fight for every review. We're going to fight for every booking. If the phone rings, if, if, if I can get, you know, again, if you got two tickets on a headboat too, that's 80, 90 bucks. If your phone rings like, and that's the thing, I think a lot of operators were on that high from 2021 where it's just like, I call your call centers, guys. Like, let's just, I want to get this out there. I call your call centers. I listen to your phone people. And they act like there's 10 people standing in line behind me to book their tour. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name companies. But when we got into this season and I started talking to them, I'm like, you know what, man? I'm going to call some companies that I know do a really good job. Then I was like, holy shit. They actually are not doing a good job. These people do not want to be on the phone. Because we started auditing our calls, and I started hearing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I told everybody, I said, when somebody calls this call, that's $80. I don't care if it takes 20 minutes. Do you know how much? Do you know how many people in the world make $160 an hour? If they hang you up for 30 minutes to make an $80 sale, you make it, man. You're getting paid whatever it is, $16, $17 an hour. Your job is not to get off the phone and look at TikTok. You keep them on the phone. Or you get their contact information and we follow back up with them. And I think that's a problem with this with this industry sometimes. Everybody sits back on their laurels because it's like, oh, well, you know, well, we've got so much, you know, there's so many calls that, or so many calls, so many bookings. Like, you know, are you digging deep? Like, why are people exiting? Where are people exiting on on your page? Like, we really got into, I really got into that again. I kind of took a break from it last year because yeah. 2021, you know, I could, you could do anything could do last year and sell <laughs> like you could pick up the phone and say, yeah, I have availability. All right. Let me book it. Like it, it literally, you could do no wrong last year yeah. because there was just so much demand and we got a little lazy. I think, I mean, even, even with trip shock, I'm not going to lie. Like we got a little lazy with our marketing because everything was working. The numbers, yeah. the metrics this year, the same thing did not work last year it's it's yeah and we're having to be a little more yep. creative um so I, I did have a call with uh an operator in orange beach and he runs parasail uh jet skis he has, pretty much does it all over there and he was telling me that uh, p- uh parasailing jet skis boat rentals have not performed well he said it's a, probably a combination of uh you know the price, but also uh, the weather. Weather has not been weather. kind this year, too. It's been pretty rough. And it's been in South Florida, too. Like, that. Like I just, you know, I talk with Donnie from Sunset. And he's just like, man, he's like, it's not a day that's not like 25 mile an hour winds. Like, the, the golf is just, it's been horrible, man. Like, I don't know what it's like. I talked to an operator uh, today from um, San Diego. And, and he said that they were like, like, like sort of keeping up with 2021 like barely you know what i mean like that but again every single tool that they have you know everything in their arsenal that they can't that they can do they're trying to hold and and again this guy you know the operator has been in business for 30 years or whatever and you know what i mean we didn't get super deep into it but he's like yeah it's, it's definitely not 2021 and we had a 13 so, 13% cancellation rate in march that's the highest we've ever had that's what I feel like that was 100% weather related. and it has not stopped. Like we had a little bit of a break for a few weeks, man, but it has been that a low pressure system just came from out of nowhere. It's going to batter us tomorrow and the next day again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been paying attention to that, but <laughs> get ready for more cancellations because we got about four inches of rain over the next few days. But yeah, I mean, March has been, was brutal, man. Like it, it never, it did not get warm until almost April. And then it got too and warm then, <laughs> and rain. Yeah, but then it got rainy, yeah. man. It got rainy, you know. So it went from being really cold to rainy. Um, yeah, we're dealing, we're dealing with with things yeah. that are not under our control here, like the economy, weather. I mean, it, it really, you're having to to pivot in multiple different ways. I mean, I, I all I'm all I can do right now you know, for, for my company is make sure just like what you are doing, making sure that every call we get, every, every website click we get that we're doing our best to convert that one person. Cause there's not as many of them guys. Yeah. There's not as many people searching. All right. Like 
all the data that I have is clear that there's a lot less people searching for your products. So you're going to have to do a better job when people call and people book or, or people are about to, to book, you know, or they're searching. So look on your website, make sure everything's clear, make sure you have great pictures because you're going to have to do a better job than you have any, like last year, it doesn't matter what you had. You could have been using a PayPal buy button and probably still sold out. It didn't matter. This year, it's a completely different dynamic, especially if you're in a competitive market. And I'll tell you what, man, I, I will say one thing. And I really, when I said it, I was being, I just wanted to present the other side of it. So last year, last year's conference, when, 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 when Doug asked branding or marketing, and I said branding, I, I kind of like 50-50 believed what I was saying. Because I am, it's hard, man. For one day you talk to me, I'm a digital marketing guy. I, I, I love making money at night. You know what I mean? I think it's the greatest thing in the world. If I don't have to talk to somebody and I can convert them, I think that's awesome. But I'm also a sales guy. You know what I mean? Like I talk on the show, we go to events. I'm a chatty guy. I am, I am a sales guy. I said branding, but when I looked at our numbers this year, when I looked at direct search of people that were putting our company's name into their into their search box, it was almost one third of our traffic. And I mean, we try to be consistent across every single channel with our, we try to always stay on message, always stay on brand. But it was very telling for me. There is a lot of, of meat on the bone if I was destined pontoon rentals. It's not memorable. You know what I mean? And I have some other assets that I've gone branding first or marketing first. But in the long run, in the long game, guys, you've got to stay on brand. Like that is the one thing that differentiates can different. And not that we're super like Destiny Water Adventures, you know, because there is a company out here, they're Adventure Destiny Water Adventures, you know what I mean? But we do pump it out. Yeah, don't, you know don't I mean? name We're not... your company basic nouns. You know, like like destination rentals or whatever. Be unique because, yeah. <laughs> you know, three, four years down the road, anybody can. So uh, here's a good example. Like, Let's say that you owned uh, like Myrtle Beach pontoon rentals. What if someone bought Myrtle Beach pontoons rental or like some abbreviation of it? And try to, you know, use that to market. It's very confusing. You know, don't even, don't even put another competitor. Don't, don't let another competitor have an opportunity to even squat on, on your brand by naming it something generic. Cause you're just, you're just opening, opening yourself up. So I, I'm not going to like get into the specifics of it and I'm not going to name names, but like we had somebody that had a really, you know, and it's like fair use. You know, like, look, man, if, if you are, if you are McDonald's, okay, you can be McDonald's landscaping. What you cannot be is McDonald's hamburgers, but you can be hamburger restaurant if you want, but that falls under fair use. You're not going to sue anybody or win that battle or stop Google from advertising hamburger restaurant is a very generic term. Like you'll, you'll, there's, there's no, there's, it's fair use copyright. So when you do that, you paint yourself into a bucket or paint yourself into a corner rather that allows you to, for people to brand jack you unknowingly because it's so common. If I'm like bookseller.com and, or like, you know, buy books.com and somebody puts that in their search, you know what I mean? They're going to get a hundred different, you know, no, no, you're making, yeah, I totally understand where you're going with it. So, so now to be fair though, too, if you're the only player in that market and, and here's why I'm going to play devil's advocate on that. It's difficult because you automatically get Google still gives you priority in the map pack and it gives you priority in the SERPs, which really sucks. If I was destiny pontoon rentals, and that was the big keyword of the day. And that was the, the keyword that everyone was looking for. I would get priority. Yeah. And it is a long, again, there's even people that have been late to the game that 
that get me in the map pack. And it is the most frustrating damn thing ever. But at the same point in time, if you are, you know, fucking Texas or fucking, I don't know, Detroit boat rentals, I'm <laughs> trying to like stay away from something that I know, you know what I mean? That there's a, there's a good possibility it's going to not going to be memorable. You know what I mean? That that person's not going to remember the name. Like like when we were dealing with that whole party thing and I was talking to the, those those kids, man, I said, I said, you know, I'm like, you know, where'd you get your boats from? And, and he couldn't even like tell me. I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, you see me, I'm Destiny Water Adventures. You know, you just see me. And then there's Destin Pontoon Rentals. There's Adventure Destin Water Sports. There's, you know, Destin Boat house you know what i mean all these different things i was like so when you see a pool when you see marketing you just see me as like another boat rental even though i feel like i do have a a little bit of a better branding message mm-hmm. but you know we'll shout out jason extreme h2o i mean that's something you can put in your search bar and you're just going to put that in there extreme h2o they're not extreme water sports they're not h2o water sports they're extreme h2o yeah, you know I, I, I bet mean? he gets very... thousands of searches every month, direct, direct, direct because he he built a brand. And but but here, if if he was Destin Jet Ski Rentals, man, that that's a nightmare. Right. You know, if someone types that in, there's going to be so many people, you know, searching for those and competing that he's not going to get his right. direct business. He's he basically yep. he's, he's giving his direct business away because he made his name too generic. So, and then in that, and then that, in the, that really flush market, that's great, right? Because they're just, they're searching everything they can. Destin Jetski Rental, you pop up in the map. That's the first person you call just because it popped up because, you know, you're furiously trying to find product, but now there's product everywhere. Yeah. So, what sets you aside? Do you have good branding? Do you have a good message? Do you have good reviews? Are you across channels? Good reviews. Are you good reviews on your OTA? Are you at the top of the heap of your OTA? Is your content really great? Is your content up to date on your social? Is the whole entire package good? Mm. Because now we are in a buyer's economy, not a seller's economy. Last year was a seller's economy. Now we're in there. Now they are picking. Now they are choosing. Now, if you're not fighting for the business, if you're hanging that phone up, there and they call me. I'm not hanging the phone up. My staff isn't hanging the phone up. If they leave the if they leave our website, we're gonna try and remarket to them. Well, I guess depending on what software we're using. <laughs> I had that conversation. <laughs> Fair Harbor, uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, hit some, <laughs> hit some remarketing. But I mean, it's definitely a conversation that we that we've that we've had internally because it's like, well, what about all these calls that we lost last year? When it it'll turn again, it's not going to be like this forever. We'll go back into another. It'll be another golden year where all you have to do is say jet ski and fucking everybody will fall all over themselves to rent your jet skis, and you'd be completely sold out. And what are you doing with all those missed opportunities? Yeah. Well, see you later. There's ten people standing behind you. Oh, well, awesome, man. I'm going to be sitting like, yeah, come on over to me. Let me put you in my CRM. Let's, you know what I mean. Let's see what we can do for you. Let me see if we can reach out to you. Let me see if we can find somebody. Let me, you know what I mean? No, we're sold out tomorrow, but you know, we do have availability next day, low availability. Hey man, how can you convert? You know, like we talk about digital marketing all the time, but at the same point in time, there's a ton of missed opportunities on your, on, on the phone calls or emails or messages through Facebook. You know what I mean? Like how hard are you going after each one of those, especially when you're, you know, if we're talking to somebody right now that's doing $250,000 a year plus, I mean, it's hard. You know what I mean? Like a hundred bucks isn't a hundred bucks. You know, you're not the same guy on the other end of the phone that had four jet skis that was doing $80,000 and every single dollar mattered, you know, as you start to scale. Mm -hmm. And this is what I tell all of my phone people. I'm like, look, man, I don't care how much we do in gross. Like we are getting eaten alive on our bottom line because gas prices have gone up. Same labor, that's gone up. If you're in the state of Florida, you're paying $15 an hour minimum. And then you're competing with Whataburger who's paying 18. Yeah, we have we have at least gone up 10% on our labor this year, at least. I've gone up a lot more than that. Well, I'm just on our, our call center. Yep. And then if, and then on top of it, like, man, the bonus, like, like, man, we take care of our people, man. 
And guess how we take care of our people? We incentivize them. You have to incentivize them. So our bottom line shrinking because you have to pay more. You have to incentivize more. You have to pay more for marketing because everyone's listening to awkward water sports <laughs> guys and doing what we're telling them to do. Yeah. You have to pay more for slips, more for gas. Like everything has gone up. So now you have a shrinking market. You have less demand. And prices have what gone do do? down too. For I mean, I've noticed the rental prices are not where they were this time last year. No, every, every everybody's like everybody swung for the fence. Yeah, we did, and I mean, uh, I've saw a lot of prices reduced in the past week week or two. Um, so, gas is high, labor's high, prices are are lower. No yeah, one- that's craziness, though, man. Like immediately running to 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 decrease your decrease your product. I mean, that is not. That is not the answer, and you know we we talked about this. And it is bit. an answer, but I, in the context of what's happening now, I think everybody expected volume to be more, and that's why the prices were pre-programmed. To the summer prices were basically poised to start earlier this year from most operators that that we work with, and instead they prolonged the spring pricing because the just the volume and the the demand wasn't there. Um, so I, I understand that move. If it's if it was um, like middle of summer and the demand was there and you were lowering your price, then that's where I kind of have a problem with. But I can understand the reasoning for the price decreases because just it's it it, de- it depends, man. Like how out of line are you with the market? Like if you're talking about like Destin downtown in the harbor, like. You know what I mean? Like uh, some of these guys are just, they were like off the reservation, dude. You know what I mean? And and again, it's gotta be like, it's, it's, it, it, there's gotta be some kind of value prop there a little bit. You know what I mean? Just because you're like, you're in the great location. Like it doesn't mean shit to anybody guys. Mm-hmm. Like I, I hate to say this, but your value prop is not where you're located. Those of you guys that are out there, they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna like we want everybody to see the sale. They see the sale on their phone, man. This is not 1994. You know, like I am going to go down the road and get a great steak because I can't like. In fact, I'm not even gonna walk down the beach to your beach hut that's got crummy fish tacos because I see that you have a 3.8 that you want twenty dollars a plate simply because where you're located. You know what I mean? Like nobody, like people don't live in that world anymore. People live inside their phones. Look at your screen time. It's sad, but look at your screen time. Look at your kid's screen time. They're looking, they're making the decision on the, on the phone. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be price and it's going to be product and it's going to be value. Nobody gives a shit that you're in the middle of town. It doesn't mean anything. I would drive an hour away for a better steak for better service because everybody's like, this is the best place in town done. We live in a world now where you can buy JPEGs for hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm not bagging on (laughs) NFTs, Greg, but simply because of, of clout because of social currency, social currency is everything. We have created an actual currency around it. And I don't want to like pontificate and get too much, but the market is changing. The buyer's changing. Buyer behavior changing. What they are purchasing is changing. Yeah, one year. I mean, going from 2021 to 2022 is probably, as a business owner, this is going to be a real big challenge for a lot of you, especially those that are heavy into rentals and you're seeing the weather and the economy affect things. I'll tell you what, Kevin, going from 2020, so COVID to 2021, and then back down, it's like this freaking going up a hill and then coming down the hill. That's kind of how it, or I wouldn't say coming down a fully, but like maybe coming down halfway. It's really a, a lot of, I just, I've worked in the service side in this industry for so long, Greg, and I've seen the attitudes of, of companies in water sports. And it's, it's, it's like, it's no bueno, man. Like everybody like behaves this way. I see some of the worst customer service in our industry. Sometimes I go out and I do an activity and I do something and I'm just like, wow, man, that's fantastic. 
And all the times, and I've worked industries and I've seen workers and people in our industry. And it's like, just because you live in a cool place, you might live in Hawaii and you might be over tourists. I got news for you, man. Get the fuck out of town. Go live in fucking Wisconsin then or something. If you're over tourists. And I tell my crew that too. I understand getting burned out. But man, you could be on the back of a garbage truck. You could be twisting a wrench. Man, this is people's bucket list shit. And the owners of companies that allow that type of behavior and that feel that that they can not, don't give a shit about the customer because, oh man, you know, my parasail boat sold out. And my fucking headboat sold out where I've got 20 boats and I've seen it, man. It is so prevalent in this industry, yeah. you know, because of these huge booms, because this isn't the first time and it's cyclical too. Panama city, Key West, Destin, you know what I mean? These places get blown up and they become the place for spring break or the place for summer for a couple of years and nobody can do any wrong. And everyone's like, Whoa, geez, how do I hold on to the customer? How do I bring this customer back year after year? Well, how does Disney do it? Yeah. This Disney actually has value record reservations for summer this year. Now they, they're unveiling a couple big attractions, so that's probably helping. Um service yeah, and value, man. Yeah. Again, they're they're not resting like people are gonna come to fucking I mean Avatar, Star Wars. Like, what more do these people need to do? <laughs> they keep on doing it because they realize. Service and value. Obviously, servicing knock it out of the park, but value, it's like, all right, well, I did Star Wars. I did this. I, I'll, I'll go do them again. I'll come back. But what's going to keep bringing me they're back? They're bringing, yeah, the, the value. value. They're bringing, they're bringing new, Extra, new attractions. New yeah. You know, so. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so that's much how value I, in why that. I feel like, even though we constantly, I mean, if like you opened up a headboat, would that be the reason someone comes back to Destin? Probably not. But that's why the destinations itself need to create new opportunities for people to come back. You know, I don't know what that is, but the destinations and businesses working together to create different experiences for people so they want to come back instead of giving them the same thing year after year. Like maybe it's a new big tour provider or a new big show comes into town or something along those lines. But I I think too, though, depending on like what your bag is, dude, some people love the water, man. Like they just want to be on the water. Every vacation they go to, man, every year we want to rent a boat every year. We want, we just, we live for the beach, man. Yeah. I mean, we see it time and time and time again. Destin has like, has fans just like you and me are fanboys of Disney. Key West has fans that will just always return, always come back because they're, they're drawn to it. It's, are they going to be drawn to, your accommodation, your hotel, your tour, your boat rental, your activity. And again, like as Greg said, yes, are you innovating? Are you adding new things? I guarantee you that if we offer a new product, I mean, because I've converted, I've converted day of play to boat rentals. I've converted boat rentals to day of play. We've cross market, got people to come back because they're like, man, we, we decommoditize every chance we get. I do not look at my boat rental as a commodity for these people. We make it experiential. So they come back. And if we do have something new, hey, guys, come on back. Come check out our new location. Come grab some free beach chairs. Yeah, go take a kayak out. It's just sitting there by all means, please. We had storms hit the other day. My guys were calling to tell them to come ride it back at the at the islands. I said, not, tell them to come ride it out at our beach, bro. Our beach is great. You know what I mean? Have them anchor up right out in front of our little beach. We got beach chairs for them. We got kayaks. Bring them back. And I don't know if they come back and want to have a couple beers and hang out at our location. Boom. How can we how can we make what we have experiential and every single aspect uh, uh, you have? And right now, here's where you get creative. Here's where you dig deep. Yeah. Here's where you how to how to make your commodity based business branded experiential coming back from more, not just the family friendly, not just the kissing their ass and shaking their, hating their hand. But you've heard, if you've listened to this show 75 times, you've heard me say it 75 times from the beginning to post tour. What are you doing to make sure that the entire end to end experience has been something memorable? Because when they do come back or their friends come, you don't even have to fight them with Google, with social, with anything else. 
and your cost to acquire is zero because now they're your customer. Their cousins are your customers. Their friends are your customers because they remember you. You're not Bob's pontoon boat yeah. rentals. You're, I'll use my shit. You're Destiny Water Adventures. And your tenants and your, your culture, top down, all the way down to the guy who sweeps a lot. Experiential value over and over again. You'll make it through a downturn, no problem. And you'll live to fight another day and you'll grow. I promise you. Nice. I think. <laughs> I Let me get through 2022 before I do any victory. Laps. So um, <laughs> let's let's talk. We only have a few more minutes here. Um, but really quick, uh, we are on um, schedule to have our 2022 water sport and boat tour operators conference. We're going to have it back at the Rosen Plaza. The only difference this year is it's going to be two days instead of one. And basically, just, we had a lot of feedback from people that uh, just, they just wanted more. They just, they just thought that we could be adding more and we're going to do that. So Kevin and I um, are going to be putting together the program here in the next week or so. Um, we might not have all the speakers and presenters, but we're going to have uh, you know a, a good outline of, of the agenda. We're going to get some feedback from, from some of y'all. Uh, but we're going to put together an extremely good conference that's about the operator. It's going to be operator first. Yeah. I, can I jump in? I, I, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about this and I'm really excited about it because, and I'm, this is not me pitching guys. Like I know you, you look at the neck tattoos, the squirrely beard, the uncut hair. You think, man, Kevin is awkward water sports paid, man. Like him and Greg are just rolling in cash from their 60 person conference <laughs> and, and 500 person group. But uh, spoiler alert, we're not like, you know, we do this because we love the industry and we love the network and we love the business. Okay, but I am super excited and I'm super pumped for this because 2022 is going to be a bitch of a year. So 2021, we talked about how great everything was. 2022, we're (laughs) going to have a lot more questions, right? Because now what do I do in a downturn? Greg, Kevin. How can we make the most out of a downturn? What can we do in a downturn? And I promise you, like whatever lessons, and we're all about to learn them. We just learned them over the first quarter. We're going to learn some more in the second quarter. We're really going to learn some in the third quarter. All right. I'm not trying to scare anybody, but it, I don't know what's tickets going to be. 100, 200, 900. How much are so, tickets? Do we even yeah, know yet? So first of all, the dates are going to be the 26th of September and the 27th. So for those, a lot of y'all that come or go to um, Arrival, Arrival's in October, uh, like mid, late October, I think. We wanted to have it well before then so people have time to recuperate <laughs> for it. But uh, it's twenty yeah. September 26th and 27th. So you show up on usually Sunday the 25th and then you stay for, uh, for a few days. Even one day. I am pitching here and you're killing my okay, pitch, man. How All much right, are so tickets? We're great? having an early bird pricing of 150 and that includes- All right, let me stop. Let ahead. me stop you there. Hold okay. on. 150 bucks, all right? Maybe it's, and then the later tickets, 180, one is 90, 200, I don't give a shit. Whatever this ticket is between 150 and 200 or 250 bucks yet, I, I didn't, I wanted to cut Greg off there. Because at 150 bucks, we're about to learn a whole lot. And we're going to share all that with you. And the people that are going to be speaking at this, this will not be their first downturn. And this is not my first downturn. It's not Greg's first downturn. So, Last year, we got to preach to sing the praises of, hey, man, what do you do when it's raining money? You know, it was 150 bucks to fucking go, hey, this is how you capitalize on a great year. This year, it's going to be, you know, how do we keep the well from leaking out from all these various leaks? And there's going to be so many great speakers and so many, so much value and education that we're going to talk about from a tough year. And, and guess what? The bright side of this, most entrepreneurs that have really done well have been able to make things happen in a recession because the deals are going to be out there. Equipment, businesses, property. Right now, if you're a good operator and you hold on to some money and you got some credit and you got some equity, this is going to be the year that we're going like, all right, man. This is how we capitalize and grow yet again. So, 
Greg, continue <laughs> on. That's my pitch oh, for this is gonna be yeah, a good that's, one. Yeah, that's that's great. So we're and I could die at any minute. So I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> any day I could have another heart attack. It would depend on weather for the next three months if I live or die. So it's gonna be the last time. So yeah, so we're gonna do an early bird ticket um that is 150 per person. Uh, and it covers your meals for the event and the two days of the conference, cocktail hour. Uh, we are looking to have uh, nightly events for Monday and Tuesday, maybe even Sunday. We're going to have a lot of stuff. And the, the second day, um, I hope that you know we, we institute a lot of networking and a lot of one-on-one and a lot of smaller group learning opportunities. Uh, Kevin had a really great idea of maybe getting all the people that work with certain reservation systems and have different workshops led by, you know, maybe one person in the group is considered like a Fair Harbor expert or a waiver ex- expert. And they kind of can lead a group where everyone could talk about uh, the system and how to get the most out of it and things like that. And, and I thought that was a phenomenal idea, like just helping us get better uh, at what we do and having more of these, these uh, small group um uh, workshops and meet up with there's no there's no sales pitch it's just operators helping operators and we have some of the brightest minds really in water sports that are, are going to be coming to this so uh we have uh we'll be having all the links and stuff coming out shortly um so just stay tuned just check our our facebook page but you definitely want to get the early bird pricing because after july 1st it's going to go up to 200 a person uh still it's going to be a great a great deal for um the value you're going to get uh but because mostly you know what we're going to talk about guys how to acquire customers in a downturn and and look man like this is where you dog fight it out this is my favorite thing to talk about because i love a fight i do and that's what i feel like i'm in right now i feel like i'm in a fucking fight and I'm fighting to get my customers. And I want to share with you guys how Destiny Water Adventures gets it done. Make no mistake, we'll get it done. One way or another, and then we'll share that information with you as long as you're not in my market. <laughs> and <laughs> Any, anybody from the Destin market, your tickets are going to be like $3,000 and you have to pay that to me. It was directly. funny, Kevin. You said something funny. You said, um, you know, when we talked about you getting up and presenting about this very subject, you're like, okay, well, everyone from Destin Fort Walton's gonna have to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can we can hop we can hop on a on a private call, man, and Kevin's consultant will do you right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I, you know, like not that we're Destiny Water Adventures is hit, you know what I mean? But we're we are dogfighting and we're acquiring and we're bringing back customers, and it's because of what I preach on this show because I do practice. Yeah, it. well, we're so, we're it's, we're it's, it's going to be a great be year a, to come. It's going to be a really good it's going to be awesome a really good conference so look forward to it all right well we're at the end of the show we are back we're going to have a lot of interviews uh lined up here so uh just get ready um well that's it so all right guys appreciate it yeah keep it awkward yeah, keep man. it awkward Talk yeah <laughs> <off. laughs> all right see you later Thanks again for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you have further thoughts, questions, or comments about this episode, head to our Facebook group, Watersport and Boat Tour Operators, to continue the conversation. See you next time.